0: Welcome to episode 94, six yep. away from our centennial episode. We'll have to figure out who we can get on our podcast for the centennial
1: episode. I need to do a, do a giveaway or something, too, because like even at only 80 episodes of the audio, audio only, we're closing in on 5,000 downloads because yeah. people are fucking amazing.
0: Yeah. We'll have to figure something out. Um, let's see. So the <laughs> we're all quarantined still. So hopefully yep. everybody is uh, being safe. Uh, so my boy Mitch here can mm, uh, not go back to <laughs> a, a normal schedule. I think I speak for all of us um, who are not un- in, a, in an unfortunate situation like you are uh, where you work at a hospital that we all thank you. Uh, I know it's difficult, um, but, I mean, from the bottom of my heart, I truly appreciate everything that you're doing, everything that healthcare workers, grocery store workers, you know, folks that are helping. Keeping some semblance of normalcy, helping keep people alive uh, during all of this. Um, I know that doesn't mean much. It's certainly not going to help things, but hopefully, um, folks will recognize well, that there are people I- like you that are busting their ass and 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 uh, kind of bearing the brunt of this. Um, when when we complain about the fact that we have to stay home and we can't go out <laughs> right. and
1: buy yeah. oh, chips man. or whatnot. I'm, I'm so desperate to be quarantined. <laughs> 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 like, no, like, I do what I do. I, 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 and and this is 100% the truth uh, because, uh, to be perfectly honest, and I'm not trying to, like, you know, call myself a hero by any stretch of the magic. Because, you know, as we've talked about many times in this show, nobody has a lower opinion to me than I do. <laughs> but – uh but no, like, you know, I, I I when I took this job, uh we're five days out from a year. Uh God, it's been that long. Position. Yeah, man. Jesus. Five days. Yeah. That's crazy. From a year. Uh but I, I took this position uh not only because I hated IT, um because I was so bad at it, but because I wanted to get back into surgery because mm-hmm. While it doesn't pay nearly as well, like I took a significant pay cut, uh, it was more important to me when I worked in surgery that, uh, I at least was doing something to help people, uh, when they couldn't help themselves. And, uh, and, and in IT, I felt like that was because they were stupid. Right. And that's not my problem. But, right. uh, to be in the OR and, and to, you know, be doing, it's like surgery's fun first. Like it's more fun obviously, but like also just the idea that an idiot like me can do something to help people who, who were not in a position to be able to help themselves was important to me. And, and you know, I've never had money. I've grown up poor and all that shit. So like taking a pay cut wasn't a big deal to me. Cause like I'm used to that. Mm. And so it was like, to me, it was more important to me to, to be in a, a job like this that I'm in now, uh, then it was for me to continue to, uh, fail forward in it. <laughs> right, right, right. <laughs> Which is 100% what I was doing. Um, now had you told me a year ago that I would be doing this during a pandemic,
0: <laughs> you'd be like, you know I, what? I'm good. I'm good. with. I think computers. I'm okay. You know, I'm gonna <laughs> stay with this.
1: We're gonna stick it out, see what happens. <laughs> Motherfucker can't but, get a uh, printer.
0: I am your man. I will not yeah. die from that.
1: <laughs> but uh, yeah, it's it's an interesting thing. I like I, I I put in the Discord, man. I've known for years what it was like to hate to go to work, but being afraid to go to work is a new thing. Right. Um, but uh, you know we're we're, and again, like uh, now I'm at a much larger hospital, and unfortunately, in like. Not unfortunately, I guess, but like i'm I'm currently at one of the larger hospitals uh in our area uh in in east alabama and uh you know yeah, uh we're kind of facing the brunt of this thing, and it's fucking terrifying, but at the same time, you know to go back to if i'm if my thing is I want to help people, then I'm kinda of where I said I wanted to be so
0: right, right, yeah. I mean that's that's the thing, right? I mean and that that's the same. I think there's probably a lot of folks in the medical profession that they were like, you know, they kinda of got into it for the same reason and then there's helping and then there's helping.
1: Right, right. <laughs> so want you to feel better, don't touch me. Yeah, right, exactly. <laughs>
0: <laughs> you just explain the <laughs> symptoms from over there, player. We'll get you. <laughs> right. Yeah. Yeah. Um all right. Well, you know, hopefully, folks are, are are you know taking this seriously, and they're able to. And and here's the thing. And I I see this a lot. And I I you know I and it, and, it, and it bothers me every time. Like it's okay to be upset at small things uh, during this. N- not mm. not not everything uh you know all of us we don't all have the same experiences right so like my a guy i work with his father-in-law uh died from this um uh, a, another guy i work with his his wife had it thankfully got over it like and so their their struggles with it are different than say you know Somebody else's or mine where, you know, it's maybe this is inconvenient or I'm worried about this, that or the other. But it doesn't like you don't have to say, well, I can't be upset about this thing because it's not as bad as somebody else. Like shit just sucks. Right. And it's fine to feel bad or sad or angry or whatever. Sure. And it doesn't have to be because somebody died or it doesn't have to be because you were sick. It could just be that it's a stressful situation and it's stressful for everybody. So I don't like, this. you know, sometimes people feel like they have to, you know, like it's like a competition, that the only way they're allowed to be upset by things is because it has to be the absolute worst for them. And, And that's not true. Now, granted, you know, perspective is an important thing, but at the same time, like, you know, your own personal challenges during this, they don't have to match oh, 100%, up, man. you know, they, they don't like have to this, match up to the worst of the worst, just for you to right. feel justified in being upset at things.
1: Yeah. This is, this is like a, this isn't just country. This is like a worldwide thing and everything is different. And like, yeah, a hundred percent. Like everybody has a right to, to feel about that the way they feel about it, because like it, it sucks. Like my job sucks worse, but also like it sucks that, like I can't go to Walmart whenever I want and shit like, like it's a hundred percent like changed everything. And there's nothing wrong with like feeling some kind of way about that because like everybody's scared, everybody's upset. Right. Like there's no, it's not a pissing contest. Like we're we're all right. Absolutely allowed to feel the way we feel about this because none of us have ever gone through something like this before. Right.
0: Right. Absolutely. All right, well, uh, hopefully we can give you a bit of a distraction, give you some things that you can do with your time. So, um... I haven't you know, in terms of like what I've been playing really hasn't changed over the past and understandably so because not a lot of kind of new stuff's coming out. Although Final Fantasy Seven remake came out and I'm mm-hmm. I think I might have to play that. I did play the demo and as it turns out
1: I'm terrible at Final Fantasy Seven. Uh mm. but it's fucking gorgeous. Holy shit. The demo's fucking amazing. Like I didn't play it, but I've watched like a lot oh of my, my YouTube people. I've been doing a lot of YouTube. Mm-hmm. and uh it looks fucking incredible, and like I played the shit out of the original, like back in the day.
0: Yeah, no, it it looks amazing. Um, mm-hmm. I I booted it up because, um, you know I heard the game was coming out, and I had so I've been dipping back into. So I finished the Division Two, the Warlords of New York, and it was it was fine. Right. It was it was fun to have a reason to go back in, but honestly, I don't I don't feel like it was, um, kind of like you know they kind of said oh it's like the Taken King, and it's really not. It's like. Mm. it's very segmented and and um it kind of leads into the seasons but you know so the way the season stuff works in division two is like every couple weeks so there's like this main person that you're going after and there's four uh, i guess like lieutenants and every two weeks you go back in you do some missions you do some bounties you do some control points then you can take down that lieutenant and when you get all four you can take down the main person Mm -hmm. So I kind of dip back in every couple of weeks just to do that. I have no interest whatsoever in doing any of the other seasonal content. I have no Mm -hmm. interest whatsoever in doing another season beyond this one. I think this is similar to shadow keep where first season's free. Then you got to pay for them. I will not pay for them. It's to me, it's not worth it. Like I don't, I I, I kind of wanted to see like, Hey, would this get me back into the division? And it's the same thing with, with destiny is that it's, at the end of the day, you're just redoing the same stuff kind of over and over again. And it looks yeah. great and it's fun to do. It's comforting, right? Like, there is, like, I did the one, you know, the one fucking mission where you go through the hotel and then do the thing on the rooftop and come back. I've done that thing like half a dozen times easy. Mm. So it's just mm. kind of like, yep, take these guys out. They're going to come, you know, so. Um, yeah. but I, I kind of hope that the season stuff, the, the bounty stuff, like it'd be like, Oh, here's a unique mission, right? It's not just, it's, it's literally right. just a bounty. When you unlock the final for the lieutenant, it's just a bounty. So you go Mm. to a spot, you kill a bunch of dudes, your target shows up, you kill that person, Manny goes, oh, nice job, Sheriff. It treats it like any (laughs) other thing. It's like any other thing. And I was kind of hoping that there would be more to it. Like maybe you would do this stuff and then there'd be like a special mission or something. Um, Mm. So anyway, so between that and then I continued with doom and i I got to a point in doom where i I did fight the doom hunters um mm-hmm. and then I took a break from it, and honestly, I don't feel any need at all to go back mm. um, okay like I just i i did like I kind of felt like what I've seen so far i mean yeah, like there's still i you know there's still probably more weapons to get, and I know I haven't gone up against a marauder but i just mm. kind of feel like what i've seen so far is pretty much what doom is for the rest of the game the same you know kind of mix of platforming and finding the secrets and fighting sure. and i'm just like yeah i'm good mm. like how far have okay. you gotten in it
1: um so like i you know like we talked about like my work has been super yeah. fucked and like i'm exhausted so mm-hmm. i since the last time we did a show like 2 weeks ago uh, I've probably only played it twice. Okay. Because um, you were I ahead was, of me. I was at the time. I don't know because I don't know how I, – I saw that you streamed it a couple more times. Um, so I played it um, on the days – because I'm like fiending for it to be honest. Mm-hmm. Like I'm all about it. And so um, and so the, the couple of days I've had off, I, I have played it a, a, a decent amount. Um, I got to –
0: because I Not I killed guy. the hell priest, like the hell priest that you're kind of going after when you first fight the doomslayers. So, yeah. I killed that guy. So
1: the the second one, yeah. So yeah. I'm Okay, so I did that and I and I've done a mission past that and then a little bit into the next one. Yeah, so you're still further along than I am. Yeah. So I was I was curious about that because I like I watched you this morning, which thank you by the way, and I was going to say something at the end uh, of this thing just to, to the people who are still uh, even though we're going through this horrible thing, uh, still, you know, streaming and, and doing podcasts and, and making YouTube videos and, and content, you know, e- even during quarantine, because I, I get that that's probably not the foremost thing on their minds or, or your mind. Mm-hmm. But like this this morning, because uh, I work today mm-hmm. and this morning, it was like I got to hang out with you. Right, right. You know, and just thank you for sure. for that. You know, it was it was. I laughed, you know. Uh, I yelled at the screen <laughs> when oh, I got the uh, fucking ether spark.
0: God damn it! I was so happy. Oh, and the yeah, jumping yeah, platforms, the jump, yeah.
1: Yeah. yeah, yeah. But then, <laughs> but then, when you quit at the end and you kept getting lost in the puzzle with the little rollerball thing, yeah, I was like, no, not that way, yeah. Like, <laughs> <laughs> so thank you but for continuing to do what you're doing sure. because even if it's frustrating for you or it doesn't seem important you know for for some of us it's still very important and and i appreciate it so it was sure. it was a, a welcome thing to be able to uh, finger quotes hang out with you at work sure. this morning sure so uh but uh yeah so i'm so when i do have time to play games uh i'm i'm fiending for doom eternal mm-hmm. um but i love it man i am 100% in like i'm it, it's hard cuz i'm still doing i don't even do a nightmare or anything like that and I, i'm not like elite gamer like i'm just doing hurt me plenty yeah but like it's challenging but uh i love the gunplay like it's everything that i remember from doing 2016 only better it's more convoluted for sure because there's yeah. so many things. Yeah. Where it's like use these points to level this up and right. get weapons points for this and and but uh, I love the gameplay. I love the platforming. Like it's frustrating at times, but at the same time, like again, actually, like I said, I've gotten last used episode,
0: to it. Like I remember when you said like the Doomslayers was after like some of the hardest platforming, and I just was kind of yeah. I, I just kind of got used to it, and I just I mean I got frustrated with some points, but. I I I expected it just to be this like fucking nightmarish gauntlet of
1: platforming yeah. and I was like oh this really wasn't that bad which is great oh, good yeah cuz for me it was fucking <laughs> it was hard as fuck <laughs> yeah and then I got to a fight that also was hard as fuck like I I but the thing was well, I, I, I play never play
0: easy so that's the thing oh, so okay. yeah like so
1: I mean that, I so surprisingly have, I didn't die but it took me a long fucking time. It was a lot of running and and screaming and like being afraid for my life. (laughs) Yeah. Like I felt bad for everybody else in the house because it took (laughs) me so long and I was so loud, but like, that's the other thing, right? Like I think that's, that means I'm engaged and like I'm into it and shit. And if I had fucked up, would I have been pissed? Absolutely. Right. But, did I fuck up? I, actually, no. Like somehow I got through it, and it was exhilarating when it was over. Right. Right. And so, like, that's kind of my my takeaway from the game. And like, I I need that right now. Like, I need that engagement. I need that excitement because, like, I'm like everything else is so fucking bleak right now. Right. Right. So, yeah. yeah and I'm it, playing. I'm, I'm still playing it and fucking loving it.
0: Yeah, and I think for me is is I don't know. I just kind of like I was never all that like thrilled to play it in the first place. Mm. Um, but you know, I, well, I was... yeah,
1: my, my love for doom is is well documented. Um, yeah, absolutely. And, like, you know, uh, I'm playing 2016 again on the switch. Right. Uh, so like, yeah, I, I, you know, doom eternal has gotten me back into full on, like I'm listening to the soundtrack in the car on the way to work. Like I'm, I'm full on back in doom mode. So like, I think that's a a big part of it because like, this is one of those games where there's not many things that I'll put down destiny for, um for an extended period of time but like doom is and i did it with with 2016 like i didn't play destiny at all while i was playing doom back then right and i'm kind of doing that again now and and to speak to your uh your your point about the the seasons and stuff i'm one million percent not feeling this season of destiny yeah i'm just not and i i kind of had that feeling that i wouldn't be like i i appreciate you know what bungie's trying to do like Mm -hmm. I don't want to say copying, like that Fortnite formula. Where like Fortnite's the same fucking thing over and over. But you introduce this seasonal thing where you get rewards and things like that. Like that's great. But like Fortnite does at least enough slightly different to where like people keep doing it. But and and I think that that Destiny is trying to do the same thing. But when it's just everything is tied to fucking bounties. Yeah. And, and and upgrading some like last year, last season, last year, last season, it was obelisks. Right. And I was like, OK, that was kind of the first time we'd seen that. And I was right. like, OK, I'm not super into it, but I'll do it. Right and and this season it's the same fucking thing. Only it's a bunker. Like it doesn't matter what you call it. It's the same fucking thing.
0: Right, right. And right. that's
1: exactly like I don't want to do that. And like and what's frustrating is that in Fortnite there's literally no story whatsoever. Right. Like, they'll throw the Avengers in or fucking or Deadpool, Deadpool, or they'll do a fucking thing where Marshmallow Head does a fucking DJ. Th- it I don't does know, a
0: concert. Stuff. Yeah.
1: Right. But like in Destiny, it's like there are story beats that are interesting. Like I'm so interested in in the the cabal crashing the. uh, Oh,
0: yeah. With the the big ship
1: there, the big ship into the, the tower. And we're trying to stop that. And we have to boot up Rasputin's defenses and make Rasputin help us when he's typically not wants to do that. That's interesting. The way they execute it, though, is so fucking frustrating to me. Cause like I want to do these things because I love destiny and I'm so into the lore and like, I'm interested in new destiny story content. But when that when the execution of that is, Hey, you should probably do all these bounties. Right. And I'm so fucking tired of bounties. Right. Right. Like it's so aggravating. Right. So like I've, I've been, I've been happy to be playing doom. Yeah. Yeah.
0: And, and, and so you mentioned, um, kind of, um, the, uh, you know, Darksiders Eternal. And and so that was mm. one that I had um, put away for a while and then mm-hmm. kind of gotten back into it. And I, and I really do enjoy the game. Um, but I... I so I, I bought... You know, we talked about this last time. I got a new TV. And it's so much better on this TV because I can actually, like, see things. <laughs> like, mm. I, I can see the different icons. I, I mean, there's some quality of life improvements that I wish this game would have. Like, for example... So they have these creature cores, which are upgrades. There's nothing, there's no value to not picking them up. Like you never, like you would never not want to pick them up, but they make Mm. you hit a button prompt to pick them up. It'd be mm. like if you were playing, you know, it's like health is on the ground. Wrath shards are on the ground. Uh, these mm. purple bricks, I don't know what they are, are on the ground. You don't have to hit a button to pick them up. But the creature cores, you have to pick them up. But it's also the same button that you have to do to do an execution on an enemy. <laughs> so if, like, yeah. a creature core is right next to an enemy, and you're hitting circle, and you're not doing an execution on the enemy. So there's that. But also, like, on my on my projector, I was like, I always just, I constantly had a hard time telling, like, what is happening? Like what what am I where are the prompts to do things? Mm. And I, I don't have that now. Uh and so I've just kind of really gotten back into it. But to your point, so this morning, yeah, there's these puzzles that you have to do. And and this game is very much um designed where you kind of can go through it and then you come back to it. And the idea being that you know, you revisit it at a higher difficulty level, and then you yeah. get better cores and all that stuff. And I don't care about any of that. I'm just kind of, like, I love with the exception of Darksiders 3, which I was very lukewarm on, you know, I just mm. kind of love the the universe and and everything. And so, and finally getting to play Strife is cool. Um, mm. So I, you know, it's kind of when I had finished so I finished Division Two and then I played the Final Fantasy VII demo. And I was like, well, I could either go back to Doom or I could go back to Darksiders. And I went back to Darksiders and I was like, Man, I'm just fucking digging this. I'm super mm-hmm. like thrilled. Like, I'm just really excited to play this again. And that just also just further cemented that I was like I don't really feel the need to go back to Doom. So you know, my thinking now is just kind of send that back and then that'll clear space in my queue. And when the final, because for whatever reason, even though Final Fantasy VII came out this past week uh, for Gamefly, it's not available until the end of the month. Mm. So I I might do that, Uh, just do that. And then I've been full, I'm full on in Witcher 3 on the Switch. And I know I've always said Mm. before about not playing you know, kind of remakes and whatnot. But like between the Assassin's Creed ones and now this, like, I totally get it. Like, yeah. I, I totally get yeah, it.
1: Yeah, Uh, I, I notice like I, every once in a while, like I'll, somebody will be online on my switch. Like, which is, it's not all that common. And so when somebody is online, I'll like, I'll go up to their profile and look, and I was like, Jesus Christ, you had like 150 hours on Assassin's Creed. I did. I,
0: yeah, I had. I, Jesus. Yeah, between between. And, I, and here's the thing. I didn't even finish all of the um, legendary ship battles in Rogue because there was such a pain in the ass. Oh, wait, did I? No, no, no! I don't think I did. There was such a pain in the ass. I was like, "Fuck it, I'm not even going to bother." But yeah, <laughs> I I had a, over 120 hours um, on the road. They're like, and 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 you can get that this week for like 24 dollars. Two of the yeah, best assassin creed yeah. games for 24 bucks. There's like over a hundred some odd hours. And like Witcher now, like I I forgot how much I fucking love this game. Like I just I love this game. Jesus. And and I wish I
1: did. I really do. <laughs>
0: You know, and so for me to be replaying it, and it looks great, and it plays great, and even on a big TV or, or docked, I mean, it's just a like. But also, just from a technical perspective, it's a f- it's it's fucking amazing to me that they are able to take that game. Just like I'm sure for you, like mm-hmm. Doom 2016, like all this stuff. Like I'm so happy that that ports of you know kind of next gen games. Yeah. Like not only are this there's studios that are like you know keeping the lights on and and having like you know getting actually really good jobs being mm-hmm. able to port games but that it's yeah. actually a viable thing because yeah you know lord knows for the the Wii U didn't have that at all and just to think of like all the mm-hmm. fucking great games that could still come to you know this platform even if it's yeah. a port and it looks good and it controls well like i'm all about it
1: yeah, same man. Like it's it's funny. Like I said, uh, I had had the switch for God almost two years, and I loved it. Don't get me wrong, but like it's funny. Like, like I said, going through and looking what people have, have spent the most time in, and I have a lot of those games. Like I got I got Odyssey. I've got Breath of the Wild. Mm-hmm. But like when you look through my shit, like the thing, the two things I've spent the most time on are. Um, fucking sky force reloaded, uh-huh. which is, which was a mobile game, uh, that got ported to the switch and a game called the messenger, mm-hmm. which is a game that, um, is basically Ninja Gaiden, but it, it has like this, uh, like reality altering, like portal system where you switch between eight bit and 16 bit. Uh, but like, I got super fucking into those games and, like, the big stuff, like, uh, I beat Mario Odyssey. I say I beat it. Obviously, I didn't collect all the moons or whatever. Like, I I did enough to to beat the campaign. And I was like, that's enough for me, right? And then Breath of the Wild, like, I've been very vocal about the fact that that game irritates the piss out of Should, me. And to I've,
0: hear you and Hook say how much it sucks, it just hurts me. Like, it hurts me. Uh, yeah. my soul.
1: It doesn't suck, man. It's well, just, she it's did. Just, she said that. Yeah, it's just not in my way. Like it's, it aggravates me. I <laughs> wanted to love it, and it just it pisses me off. Like, like when I I'm heard like
0: about how like an Animal Crossing like tools are like they break, I'm just like fuck that. Like I, that actually made me so that I didn't want to get it.
1: I would never play that game. I would like, and I, I don't just, want I Animal, Animal Crossing, Crossing
0: Zelda. And but I don't want like my pickaxe to break like
1: mm-hmm. every time I hit a rock. Exactly, and that was my thing with Zelda. I was like. Okay, it says go to these places, and like I go to this place, and it's like, oh, Link's cold, and I'm like, well, fuck him, like just soldier on, motherfucker. Like we're, we're, this is bigger than you. We're trying to save the fucking universe or Zelda or whatever. He's like, no, I can't go this way. I'm cold, and I'm like, all right, fine. So I go the other way. And he's like, I can't go this way. I'm hot. Yeah. And I'm like, fine. And he's like, I can't go this way. I'm hungry. I'm like, fuck you.
0: <laughs> I am I'm all, fucking I, hungry. I was gonna <laughs> say I am always hungry though, so I kind of get. Christ. it. Christ. I kind of get it.
1: Like, I don't want to stop and cook. Goddamn. Uh, well, the cooking
0: I like, I actually, I, liked did, I it. hated it. I love the cooking. It was, it <clears> was, <throat> it was the fact that like all your weapons would break and then you, you just keep weapons. And then, by the, and then by the end of the game, it's like, you're just like, you're like a fucking, I don't even, you're like a knife salesman. Like you've just so many swords and, and, and that's the thing though about breath of the wild is like, it feels like at the beginning things are constantly breaking, but then as you get into it, you realize it's really not as big of a deal as it kind of makes it it out to be.
1: I played it for like 20 something hours and I was like, shit, my shit was still broken. He was always fucking hungry. I was like, nah, I'm I'm done. I can't deal with this anymore. I'm, I'm over it. But, um, but like I find myself playing these like old school inspired eight bit sixteen bit like you know like these games, and I love them. Um, but then like you know, like uh i I put in something like doom, you know, over the summer because I was stuck in Birmingham for so long when dad was in the hospital. Mm-hmm. and I was like, this is the most impressed I've been with this thing mm-hmm. for as much fun as I've had. Playing these old school looking games and is as disappointed as I've been in some of the the modern Nintendo's like I love Mario Kart don't get me wrong, like that's probably my one like I loved Mario Odyssey that was fun I love Mario Kart like I played with the kids a ton mm-hmm. but like you know things like Zelda are disappointing um I've never been a big Smash Brothers person I bought that I and it's fun
0: Smash Brothers on the Wii or no sorry, yeah. the Gamecube, and I was pretty mm-hmm. good but I've gotten so bad since then, it's not even worth it.
1: Yeah. So like I, I played it uh once or twice on the 64, but I didn't have a 64, so I played at other people's houses and I just got my ass beat, obviously. Yeah. And I was like, well, this isn't that fun. And <laughs> and then I played it, I didn't play it again until the Wii. I never had the GameCube one. Right. Even though I had a GameCube. Because so I was just like, this isn't that fun. And also like the GameCube I played by myself. Right. Primarily. So it's not smash brothers is not a single player experience sure i mean sure. it has that portion but it's right. not where the magic is or where the right. fun is right Right. so like i i didn't i never had uh you know and then i bought it on the six on the switch because i thought hey you know the kids will play and we'll have a good time this and that uh turns out they didn't really care about it that much and right. uh right. Aside from me unlocking characters that I thought like the the most exciting thing for for uh, Smash Brothers on Switch for me was like like they had like the Belmonts and shit like right, characters right. that yes. weren't yes. already in the game and I was like ooh, yeah. I want I need I need Simon Belmont because that'll make this fun and uh, while it was neat to unlock him it's still the same game yeah. it's just not you know it's not a single player game at the end of the day right right um, and like, for yeah me, when when yeah, I got yeah. Doom I was just like. Holy shit, this is what I remember on the Xbox, only I can play it anywhere. And, like, I don't know, that's like cliche, and that's like the whole thing for Switch or whatever. No, but But that's
0: that's it right there. It's because this idea, like, it was something that, that had, like, tried to be with the Vita, this idea of, like, console kind of quality games portable, but, like, the Vita never picked up yeah and they had those weird i mean the card, like whatever things were expensive they had the proprietary memory cards <clears throat> sony gonna sony so i mean this is exactly right. what we wanted like when the vita was announced or like when they talked about you know the kind of the tablet of the Wii. this was the dream was console quality games that you could bring with you right so i mean it's dude, exactly it's, it's exactly what and i mean the reality is i'm the same as you like I love the the first party games that have been on it, but the third party games, the ports, the golf stories, the cat quests, mm, the mm-hmm. that shit. That's I mean, don't get me wrong. Like I love Breath of the Wild, but I think Breath of the Wild is. And no, I did play. I did play Odyssey, but I mean, the majority of the games that I have the most time in have not been Nintendo games.
1: Yeah, same. And and my my assumption, like my. What I thought would happen when I bought this thing was that mine would always be docked, because oh, mine's never docked. Only when I'm working t- out in the morning when I play Ring Fit. Right. So I I tend to play games on my TV because I don't have a commute that that lends like I don't ride a bus, I don't ride the subway. Like I right. I drive to work. Right. And so like everything that people talk about playing things on the Switch uh undocked that they do. I'm like, well, I don't have any of those things, so mine's always gonna be docked and I'll just play the Nintendo stuff. My switch has almost never been docked unless we're playing Mario Kart. Uh, I did play Breath of the Wild a couple of times docked um, but like when I played Mario uh, Odyssey when I every time I played Breath of the Wild other than a couple times, um, but everything I've played has been in handheld mode and I'm yeah. not a handheld person. And so, like, that has has also been another super impressive thing for me for the Switch. Like, I, you know, like, uh, like I said, Katie likes to play things. She has her own Xbox, or on TV, but she likes to be in the same room as me and and to be playing while I, you know, finger quote, watch her play. Mm -hmm. And so, like, she'd be on, like, Rainbow Six or, or whatever, whatever she's playing at the time in here in the living room. And so I'd be like, well... And I'd pick up the switch. And like my switch is almost never docked, and I did not expect that at all. Right,
0: right, right,
1: right.
0: And I mean, and once, I mean once once they finally give me just give me a date for Metroid. That's all I care. Give mm-hmm. me a date for Metroid Prime Four and I'm Dude, happy. that's why
1: I bought my Switch, man. I mean, I, 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 like, like
0: give me a date for Metroid 100%. Prime 4, and I'm happy.
1: I said that for that Nintendo Direct. It was a joke. Yep. I was like, they announced Metroid Prime Four and I'll buy a Switch today. And I was like, because I was sure it wouldn't happen. And they were like, Metroid Prime Four, and You're I was like, like bah, 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 bah. and I was like, oh fuck. Like, yeah. you know, I was excited, and then I was like, where the fuck am I going with three hundred dollars? Yeah, play? right.
0: Well, we'll figure that shit out later. Who needs power? Right,
1: right. right. <laughs>
0: Alright, so plenty of... I mean, even though things have definitely slowed down, you know, there's plenty of good games still to play.
1: Oh, yeah. Um, I had one more thing uh, I was going to talk about, actually. Sure. Which is another weird thing for the Switch that uh, I've never been... Uh, so I played, like, on the Nintendo, the Super Nintendo, like, I played, like, Gradius 3, and I played R-Type and shit like that. Like, I, you know, I've dabbled in the shoot 'em up or shmup uh, uh, world you know before it's never been like my favorite thing but like I talked about uh, a few minutes ago with like Skyforce Reloaded which mm. is I think the thing that I have the most hours in on my Switch because I got super addicted to that shit and I've talked about it on the show before so uh, but yeah it's it's a vertical scrolling shoot 'em up with RPG elements and that you have to keep replaying the stages at different difficulties and you have objectives to do that you can't do all four of every time uh typically so like you get but you get stars and you upgrade your ship and your armor and your weapons like that so i've basically done all there is to doing that and i was kind of looking for something else and i came across this game and it's like zero gunner two minus <laughs> sure yeah <laughs> I, and don't, it's I don't a, know
0: what the math works out and that's as <laughs>
1: japanese <laughs> as that sounds it's very much <laughs> yeah, that. right uh but it's a it's a shoot 'em up it's um it's a 3D pseudo vertical scrolling shooter where you play as one of three different attack helicopters, and it apparently was a Dreamcast game, which you know is when a million yeah. percent in my bill house, right? Exactly. Yep. Uh, but it never it only came out in Japan, and they ported it to the Switch, and it's like eight bucks, and I've been addicted to it for days, like for now. Uh, I'm playing it on all the different difficulties and with the different choppers, um, but yeah, it's like eight dollars. And if you're into the Dreamcast and, and shoot 'em ups, uh, it, it's the controls are a little weird in that to con- like you you move your helicopter around the map with the left stick. Um, and, and you shoot with the B button, mm-hmm. but in order to change which way you shoot, you hold down the A button and then rotate the stick to move the chopper. So it's like, it, it, it almost feel it should be a twin stick shooter, I think, mm-hmm. but that would almost make it easy. Right. Uh, so, so the, the A button thing, uh, I think is their attempt to make it feel like you're actually controlling a helicopter. Okay but uh it's it's very much if you're if you like dreamcast which i know you don't give a shit but uh if anybody (laughs) hey man if it makes you happy i care right if anybody anybody who ever like who came up on the dreamcast or like for me the dreamcast is your favorite console ever and you're like you want more games in that vein uh it's zero gunner two minus uh it, it's, it's a remake of sorts because apparently, even though the game came out on the Japanese Dreamcast, the assets were like completely lost or destroyed or whatever. And so they had to remake the game for the Switch port. Mm-hmm. Uh, so, so it has, they stuck with the similar like graphics and stuff. So it still looks and feels like a Dreamcast game, but it's completely remade. And uh, it was an arcade game in Japan, they got ported to the Dreamcast. Uh, but we didn't get it, and so, uh, but it's super fucking fun, and it just it just reminds me of like the good old days playing Dreamcast games.
0: You know, when you mentioned Japanese games, I thought to myself, if you know Yogotaro listens to this podcast, because why wouldn't he? Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. If you bring Nier Automata to
1: the Switch, oof, right? I haven't played Astral Chain yet, and I almost pulled the trigger since it's on sale for like forty bucks this week. But it's
0: a good game, uh, but.
1: Uh, it's a good
0: game. There are some frustrating parts. It's a good game, but if they brought mm-hmm. Nier Automata to the Switch, that's a fucking day one. That's day one. Yeah, that's day one that and fun. I'll fucking yep. shadow box that case and hang that shit in my new loft because I fucking yep. love that game.
1: Same. So Thank you it. again for that recommendation because I wouldn't have played it otherwise, but do yeah. It. yeah. Do it. That's one of my fucking favorite favorite games of that game. of this gen, so yeah
0: that, that moment at the end when they were like, do you want to like destroy your save to help somebody else? Mm. Oh my god, how fucking brilliant <laughs> was that shit, right? Yeah. How brilliant was not not, oh, did you die? Well you can leave a note. Hey, there's wolves no just like hey you know right. all the time you put in this game we're giving you a choice you can either hold on to it which does fuck all for you or you can right. fucking blow it up and it'll help the next person down the line god yep. damn it how oh, <laughs> fucking brilliant was that it gives brilliant. me fucking chills
1: i know i to know this
0: day to this day <laughs> <laughs> anyway so yeah so there's damn. a lot of cool shit out there to get a switch too bad you can't buy one right now, but you know what? Yeah, sucks to be you. <laughs> I'll rent mine out. $50 an hour. That's right. Okay. Yeah. Uh, we talked about games for a long time. That's good. That's good. So we got two movies we're going to talk about tonight. Um, one of which was was put on hold because it was, it was too scandalous. It was too scandalous, Too edgy. Too edgy. Yeah to To be out in in the theaters, uh, mm. we'll get to that one later. First one, uh, Kristen Stewart, which I am not a big Case stew fan. Like I wasn't. Mm. I, let me say, I was not a big Kristen Stewart fan until mm. I watched Personal Shopper, mm. uh, and then I was like, "Yep, okay." So same for it. me,
1: but uh, but American Ultra. American Ultra. I think I've seen it. It sounds familiar. The one. So, so you take a concept, and and you have my attention, but then you tell me Christian Stewart and Jesse Eisenberg are the stars, and I'm like, ooh. See, Jesse Eisenberg, I'm so hot and cold on, like, also something- well, like, there was something about that movie, and it was like it was back when I, so I would work go to work at the comic book store on Thursdays, and that also happened to be the day that Hastings are the one of the last remaining media stores in the area that actually the rentals. Oh um, yeah. Okay. I know what you're talking about now. Okay. sorry. So, so I would go there on Thursday and that happened to be the day that they would put out rental stuff for sale, which is part of how I amassed the massive media library that I have. Mm -hmm. Um, Sometimes they do buy one, get one for a dollar. Sometimes they they do buy two, get one for a dollar. Mm-hmm. And so I always strive to do either one of those things. And American Ultra was something that I heard the premise of, and I was like, oh, that sounds neat. And then I heard who was in it. I was like, oh, I don't want to watch that. Yeah. Because <laughs> I wasn't a fan. Uh, but it was like for a dollar, and I could find literally nothing else, Sure. Yeah, And so I bought it and I actually watched because there's so many times I did that and I wouldn't watch the dollar movie. Mm-hmm. Uh, but for that one, I watched it and I was like, that was pretty fucking good. Yeah. And ho- I didn't hate either one of them. Like, that's a revelation for me.
0: Well, she was really good in, oh um, uh, shit, the one with, um, fuck, wasn't Into the Wild. Maybe it wasn't Into the Wild. The one with um, Emil Hirsch where he goes and dies in the van uh, in the Alaskan wilderness. I think it was. Oh, in I didn't a see while. that. Yeah, it's a great movie. Uh fantastic. I just spoiled I it love for him. You. I'm surprised I just, I, haven't I just seen spoiled it. it for you. Oh, uh, it's it's a it's a based on a on a true story. She was great in that. I, I loved mean he in dies
1: in most things, so you didn't really spoil it.
0: Yeah. But um <laughs> but like Jesse Eisenberg, I'm really hot and cold on. Um yeah, and the reason why is that I, I like I get Jesse Eisenberg and Andy Sandberg confused all the time and I'm always Oof. like disappointed when it's not Andy Sandberg because I fucking love of him. Of
1: course. Because he's amazing. <laughs> <laughs>
0: But um, yeah. But anyway, um. So underwater is the newest uh case do joint. Um, mm-hmm. uh. Vincent Castle's in it, and I fucking love Vincent Castle because I'm a OG Brotherhood of the Wolf. Uh, sure. And if 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 uh, if if you listen to this podcast, and you have not seen Brotherhood of the Wolf, then I need you to stop right now.
1: Fix pr- that shit. Press pause, please, and fix go that cue shit. that yeah.
0: shit up because it's a fucking uh colonial French kung fu werewolf movie
1: what the fuck right what <laughs> Are
0: you fucking kidding me so Kristen Stewart Vincent Cashel, Castle unfortunately also TJ Miller oh no yeah
1: you he's know, the... you know what's counting on with him though he ain't gonna be there that long he's been there longer than I would have liked sure but I'm just saying you know same yeah. thing with Transformers. I know you hate the Transformers movies, but like... No, 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 no. I,
0: wait, 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 wait. Don't yeah. say I hate the Transformers movies. Plural. <laughs> Do not say I hate the Transformers movies. Plural. I liked 1, 2, <laughs> and 3, and I actually really enjoyed Bumblebee, despite the fact that they retroactively nice. decided it was a retcon. I fucking hated the they also decided that three.
1: wasn't Starscream, which was horse shit.
0: Yeah, right. Right. <laughs> <laughs> Fucking get the fuck out of here. Thundercrack. <coughs> Nobody gives a shit. Anyway, sorry. We could just... It's a, anyway. Uh, yeah, no, T.J. Miller, I like his stand-up, but then things kind of came out about him and whatever. Anyway, but he's just kind of always T.J. Miller, right? Yeah. And that's right. fine to a point. Um, but uh, Underwater is a uh, movie. Kristen Stewart plays a mechanical engineer who is serving on uh, a kind of dive... Complex. I think calling it a platform is probably uh, understating it. Um, at and the yeah. Marianas Trench, where they're doing drilling and bad mm-hmm. shit goes down, the uh, the uh, the hub starts collapsing. Uh, she mm-hmm. and uh, Vincent Castle and and a few other folks uh, kind of get together and realize they need to walk uh, to another part of the platform. And then, oh no, monsters! Um, yeah, it's a very Uh, straightforward film I'm kind of surprised it it did not get a better uh critical reception because I I thought it was great Uh, oh
1: dude I fucking loved it it was 100% my bullshit yeah like absolutely like
0: the the creature design was kind of out there but also like uh, original
1: cool yeah uh (laughs) It wasn't the same underwater monster we've seen a billion fucking times. Yeah. Like, it was fucking great. Uh, I loved the pacing. Like, yeah. I know people kind of complained about, like, character development and stuff, and, like, I don't feel like I need it Why anymore. Need to
0: be character development? It's literally, right. they decide they have to walk across the fucking deepest part of the ocean to well, this, it's like, okay, this other like, spot here. You're not, I don't give a shit about character development. Like, it's right. all about like, the journey. Like,
1: Like, like brilliantly in the opening credits, they give you those like newspaper snippets of how we got to where we are. Mm -hmm. That's all I need to know. Like, that's it. And then shit goes sideways within the first fucking 10 minutes. And then it's a fucking roller coaster from there. And it never slows down and it never stops. And it's fucking Gears of War meets SOMA. Yeah,
0: but it's got some aliens, like, aspect to it, too. Oh, sure, sure, sure. This idea of, like, you know, this kind of, like, the depths that they're at, just this this oppressive, like, Mm. everything there is designed to kill humans, right? Like, you can't breathe, the pressure will kill us, then there's these fucking monsters, you can't see, like, it's just this entire, like, this claustrophobic journey...
1: so I know like uh, like you and I have talked about Soma uh, before on the show like I and I love that game uh, there are parts of this movie that are literally the final stage of Soma
0: mm-hmm.
1: because the final stage of Soma you're walking on the bottom of the ocean between one facility to try to get to another without getting murdered like right. that's the end of Soma and like I have I have it downloaded I've just never played it. <laughs> Like that's the only difference between this movie and Soma is that in this movie they were organic, like uh, uh, fish monsters. In Soma, they are uh, these these industrial, uh, uh, robotic enemies. Mm -hmm. That's literally it. But but like they were literally the first person scenes of this movie. I was like, you can't tell me the person that conceptualized this movie or, or wrote this has never played Soma because right because this is motherfucking Soma right here the movie like yeah. it's Soma movie.
0: Yeah. And, and and the thing you know the thing that I liked about this movie uh too is is again it's like I have a thing for like underwater movies. Yes Not, sir. Unless it's 47 Same. cages uncaged. 47 <laughs> whatever the fuck it's called 47 that's cages uncaged.
1: No that's what it's called from now on.
0: I realized I realized halfway through that I was like you just said 47 and then the, my mouth was like we're going with it <laughs> 47 cages uncaged um, like <laughs> like there the, I don't know there's a thing about like you know like you know my wife the other day had mentioned she's like you know the the ocean it's it's like another universe and it, like another exactly. and it really is like when yep. you consider how much of the ocean floor we haven't experienced or haven't right. um uh explored. You know, so there's this, you know, this concept of these things. But what I loved about this movie is the progression of this, and I'm gonna call it alien life form because it might mm-hmm. as well be, is it's like worms and then yeah, yeah. some like creatures and then
1: Cthulhu, right? Like <laughs> well, oh I I didn't know if we were gonna spoil that or not. That and is, I'm not I'm not trying to spoil one- it,
0: but it it I, just it's not like every time you think you have an understanding of the yes. threat that these folks are facing they they kind of kick it up a notch and you're like well, exactly. oh shit and then they kick so it that's, up another notch and you're like holy fuck yes.
1: that is that is 100% like like and and a testament again like i say this a lot but that's like uh, i didn't watch trailers until after I watched the movie a mm. testament to whoever cut the trailers they gave me just enough that I would have been a hundred percent in on it. Yeah. Um, but also when I saw the things, I was like, Oh, if this goes there, this is 100% my shit. Like this is exactly what I wanted this to do. And it fucking does. And I was like, Oh my God, like this movie just jumped way, way high up on my list for the year. And I did not expect that. Yeah. And so like that, that, you know, to to feel a certain way about a movie these days, you know, uh, is, again, like, kind of chasing the dragon, right? What, we, what we're looking for, something that makes us feel a way, a mm-hmm. certain way. Uh, but, like, I've also kind of, uh, everybody knows, like, it's a meme, right? It's a joke that I'm so afraid of sharks and, like, the water and <laughs> shit like that. Uh,
0: <laughs> sharks would be a welcome.
1: Uh... But, right. I'm also fascinated with it though, right? So I'm fascinated with the unknown and what's un- like, so I love the Meg as much as I did, you know, was the Meg a great movie? Probably not. No, it for was me, not. I fucking loved it because, because, uh, there's just something about, uh, uh, the fact that 80% of our planet is this vast unknown and who the fuck knows what's down there. And I'm also kind of obsessed with like giant, things yeah which is why i get so into like godzilla and like shit like then like uh, kong skull island like the idea of the unknown and then the idea that the unknown is this giant shit that'll fuck our shit up right right like that's so fucking like that's so in my wheelhouse um and and the fact that this movie goes there when i desperately wanted it to but wasn't sure that it would yeah I was like, oh, my God, dude, I loved it so much. Yeah. It was so fucking fun. I'll watch this thing a hundred times. This is the kind of movie that I'll put on in the background if I'm doing other shit. Yeah. And and I don't have to pay attention to all of it, but there are parts that I will absolutely pay attention to.
0: And, and at an hour and a half, it's kind of easy to do that. that. Like, it, it just kind of yeah. it's like it starts like mm-hmm. it's it. I mean, no, literally ride, within like,
1: movies, like within 10
0: minutes, you're on your way. There's mm. there, you don't have to wait. I mean, you are on your way
1: and there's not a lot of downtime. No, you know?
0: absolutely <laughs> not. Yeah. And, and you get, and Jessica Henwick, who was Colleen wing in defenders and iron fist, the best part of mm. defenders and iron fist is in this movie. So if you want more Colleen oh, she, Wing in your life, she was
1: fucking great. Everybody was doesn't? great. Really? Yeah. Yeah. Yep. Yeah and, and the of, gore again to talk uh, to touch on just like it, it there's a little bit of some, even if it's PG13 like there's a little bit of something for like almost everybody like if you need gore it has gore like it's
0: yeah i mean and i, I think in my mind like this is an effective kind of PG13 mm-hmm. you know i mean the 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 the, war, the 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 kind of the terror comes from the setting you know again the creature design is really well done you know you don't have to have like a ton of blood and guts like right, there's right. times when like they i mean there's a, there's a scene uh where i, I don't want to get into it too much but where what happens to this dude's leg is unfortunate
1: right yeah, um, yeah. and it well there's it, also a uh, for me i don't know maybe not for you but like uh, it, it it was sort of a um, a descent moment and, uh, and it had one of the most effective jump scares that I've seen in a very long time. Cause fucking even I jumped, mm-hmm. uh, uh, and it wasn't even a creature based thing. It was like, uh you know the descent the the scariest part of the descent for me is when they're crawling through that cave
0: yes and,
1: and there's uh place. there's a similar sequence in this movie yes. and then this jump scare and i was just like fuck yeah.
0: <laughs> and i mean <laughs> so, I, yeah. I i don't i tend to not read like reviews of things before we go to watch it so like i genuinely mm-hmm. don't know like what people's problems with was it I mean did you did, have you read them like what the
1: criticisms? no like like i I kind of haven't like i i um like having gotten back into listening to podcasts and stuff, uh most of the things I heard about it were were fairly positive so i was I was genuinely excited to watch it uh, i I don't know uh why i I think that uh I do think that putting out in January was an interesting choice for well, the yeah, I mean that's kind of typically the dumping ground, right right so like i i feel like this might have played <laughs> of course, nowadays we're like no
0: january was the halcyon times of <laughs> <Right>. <laughs> it was when, I, remember when we could all go to the movies was...
1: <laughs> right i but i feel like uh, had we anticipated or or that 2020 would be a, a normal year this probably would have done better than the summer yeah uh but yeah i i don't know i don't know i think that had a, that probably was a big part of why I didn't do well because like a an underwater horror movie in January is a weird fucking choice.
0: Yeah, and, and I can tell you from having watched the Charlie's Angels reboot, like Kristen Stewart is way better in horror movies than she is. <laughs> in, fucking, oh that was not a good movie. The only I, reason I, I love Elizabeth it. Banks, that's like, the only I'll, I'll stand it. for Elizabeth <laughs> Banks until the right. end. Thank but her. that yeah. was not a good movie.
1: I mean, yeah, there like there was. I had no interest in it whatsoever, other than the fact that Mary was in it. So, it was not a good movie. I yeah.
0: even I would not recommend it.
1: Really, it's but honestly, funny. like I, I can't tell you that I saw any of the Drew Barrymore, Lucy Liu ones either. So, I
0: love the 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 the, the first, not not the second one, Reloaded or whatever mm-hmm. the fuck it's called. I love. The original mm. with Drew, I love so, that. With Sam Rockwell as the bad guy, and she's
1: like, "I'm gonna, I'm oh, gonna I did hear that, asses, awesome.
0: and I'm gonna moonwalk out of here." I fucking love that.
1: I see. I, so that uh, that show was not something I'd ever seen. Oh so my like, god,
0: I had a, I had a, I, I had a, I had such a huge crust on Cheryl Lee who played uh, one of the angels. I had like a like a poster, like I had like a like there was a, I had a this this crossword puzzle for her. And I and I like I I actually wrote I surrounded it in a heart and I and I had an arrow to, <laughs> towards her picture and I wrote for you I was in love with her when I was like 8 years old. Like God. I was in love with her. Like I was like we are going to get married. I don't know what sex is, but I'm going <laughs> to do it like with her. It's going to be great. Like I I just I was in love with Cheryl Ladd. Uh, like that's, she played that's, uh, Jill or I forget the, I forget the angel she played, but I was like head over heels. Eight year old me was head over heels in love with her. Like I had whole right, plan like, out.
1: <laughs> so I, I'm not, I'm not quite old enough to it. Like I, I remember, uh, my earliest memories of TV are like, uh, the Dukes of Hazzard and like. Uh, I missed out on like the ten million dollar man and like oh Charlie I, I, Sixty
0: million dollar man. Don't don't inflate it. Whatever it's it.
1: called, whatever it's called. Lee Majors. Uh, I had
0: the doll. Yeah, he was not no. an action figure. He was a doll. You <laughs> could plug, yeah. you could peel the rubber back from his forearm and plug wires in. Oh man. Oh no shit. Yeah.
1: Yeah, I'm, I'm, yeah, I'm not. Quite old enough. I remember Knight Rider, Airwolf, The Dukes of Hazzard. Okay, so
0: I was not an Airwolf person because Airwolf was boring as fuck. I was. (gasps) I know my wife and I. I know. I I felt you. I heard her. She right. Her she just picked up upstairs. She's going. Wait, what, motherfucker? What? I was a. I was a Blue Thunder guy.
1: I was a blue. So I, I remember Blue Thunder, but like now nah, I was Airwolf, Airwolf all day.
0: String fellow hawk. Airwolf was boring as shit. Blue Thunder was where it was at.
1: Okay, well.
0: Jaffo uh,
1: divided by, by helicopters. That's our next podcast. <laughs> <laughs>
0: just another fucking operator. Part of Blue Thunder. Anyway, what were we talking about? <laughs> Uh underwater, underwater. Somehow. So uh yeah, so you can watch it now. It's on it's on demand. You can watch it ninety minutes. It's a fucking great watch it. Yeah, absolutely. Good creatures, oppressive yes. atmosphere. Kristen Stewart does a fantastic job. Uh yep. you can get past the little TJ Miller parts, you're gonna be fine. Um definitely, definitely worth a watch. Mm-hmm. All right. So next up, as we had alluded to before, this was a movie they made a big stink about it, uh where um it was it was gonna be released and then there was a mass shooting and then people on Fox News were just like, They're haunting deplorables. Uh and then the <laughs> studio was like, Fuck it. And they, they they kicked it to the curb and then they decided, Hey, let's capitalize on this whole uh releasing shit in people's homes. Uh mm. and it's the movie we never got to show because it was oh. too you know, too controversial. Oh. Um and, uh, so that, that is the hunt, uh, which yep. I'm, I'm a huge, uh, Betty Gilpin fan, uh, you know, from glow. I think she's fucking great. Uh, and, and, you know, kind of Robin, our, our friend at, uh, cinematological, I got too much liquor in me right now to pronounce that correctly. Uh, he had watched it and he had kind of said <laughs> he, he kind of was interested in hearing our thoughts on it because he felt like from a sense of humor, it was kind of right up our alley. And I mm. would have to agree with him because, I like there were some complaints that I had read the reviews where they were like it didn't really go far enough kind of one way or the other because it's kind of skewering conservatives uh because they're the ones being hunted, but it's also skewering uh liberals um because of the the you know the idea of of you know this idea of like liberals hunting yeah. you know i guess they call them deplorables but let's just call it what it is it would right, be, right, right. you right know, kind of trump supporters. Um I personally enjoyed it quite a bit uh especially mm. given when you and I, I don't I'm not going to spoil it but when the full kind of understanding of what happened comes out um mm. as to why folks are being hunted and and how that kind of came about um but I also can kind of see his point where it it really doesn't go kind of far enough one way or the other. Yeah. Um, but they had some good kills. <laughs> yeah. And, yeah, and Betty great. Gilpin was fucking great. Like she was fucking great. Um, uh, yeah. Hey, so you, you I, I get a feeling you're not a fan.
1: No, I, I liked it. It was okay. I, it, it, it's uh so it was interesting. Uh, like you said, Uh, the when you watch the trailer and the way it's kind of marketed, it was interesting to see that that wasn't necessarily like, it was almost like flip-flopped. Yeah. Um, um, but, uh, yeah, uh, like I was a fan of the, the comedic parts of it, the Mm -hmm. the parts that were funny, uh, love the gore, love the kills. Um, I'm not, I'm not that familiar with Betty Gilpin, Mm -hmm. uh, uh, so, uh, and I, I feel kind of bad bringing this up if it, if no, it's
0: man. go ahead and do your
1: thing. No, 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 no. Like, like, I don't know uh, who she is or like where she's from and stuff like that, but she, she, uh, she very much gave me like a, 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 a Sookie stack house vibe Sookie. in that, uh, <laughs> like that was like my Sookie. main sucker like that so was my man. I remember
0: one of my favorite things is me and Ed Zitron who's on Twitter. We gotten this back and forth about <laughs> like just riffs on suki, uh-huh. And it was like this dumb Twitter thing back and forth. <laughs> it was just like riffs on it was it was the dumbest thing. We also once got in a rap battle about about groceries, but that's fine. Whatever. Nice. Ed's a, Ed's a great guy. He's 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 really cool. You should you should follow him on Twitter. Anyway, go ahead.
1: But no, like like I I loved her character and uh-huh. un, until she spoke, a lot of the time. Sure, and I, I I I have this issue, and like I'm from the South, obviously. Like if you listen to this show, that's 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 clear, mm-hmm. right? Like I sound like a slightly smarter Forrest Gump. I know that, but it's when people who aren't from here do an accent. That's supposed to be like, like she's supposed to be from Mississippi. And then I hear the way she speaks. And it was, it was my issue with true blood, which I desperately wanted to, to enjoy and like, uh, but when, uh, the, uh, what's her nuts packing. Yeah. Like when- and it was the same thing with, with her being rogue in the X-Men. I was like, why, 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 what was it about her? They were like, yes, rogue. Because she cannot do a Southern accent to save her life.
0: Yeah, well, uh, yeah, because Betty Gilpin was born in New York City. And
1: she oh, there you we go. Manhattan. Well, yeah. she's real bad at pretending to be from fucking Mississippi.
0: Yeah, and, and they also kind of go all in on the, well, you're in the army, so you're mm. a superhero. Like, she was like, I was, in Af- I was in Afghanistan, so I could kill a man right. with two fingers and a, you know, <laughs> <Yes>. <laughs> whatever, and a matchstick.
1: Like. Every time she opened her mouth, it yeah. was like fingernails on a chalkboard for me.
0: And I, I can get that. I mean, unfortunately, some folks can kind of. Yeah.
1: Like, well, I loved the character.
0: Some people can, not yeah.
1: Like I loved that she was a badass. Like I, I was all in on that, and and I loved the kills. But it, 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 there was just something about this. I was like, okay. Uh, well, it's uh, because
0: if you're, if you're, I mean, let let's be honest if you are trying to pick someone who conceivably could be a more conservative individual you are there's sure. certain regions of the country sure, sure. you're gonna kind of pick that person but- to be from it's going to be the south it might be uh kind of middle America but Middle America, like, I mean, depending on where you are in Middle America, there might not really be much of an, a- an accent. So the idea right. to say she's got a southern accent is definitely more of a let's get you thinking a certain way about mm. this character so that she lines up with some of the other folks who were targeted mm. with her. Right or wrong, that, that's right. kind of the, you know, I think kind of like where they were going with that.
1: Yeah, and uh, you know the movie. Uh, it I, for me, the enjoyment comes from the way that it it hangs its hat on uh, the hyper violence of something yeah. like I know it was like compared to um, uh, what's the name of that movie? Ready or not, it, it was compared to that because they were going to come out at the same time. I uh, think that I think that's I. <laughs> that's not right for me. Like yeah, that's I, I think completely back. And I
0: agree with you because I forgot I forgot they were coming at the same time. Yeah, it is only to the hunts' advantage that they right. did not come out at the same time as Ready or Right not. because right. if you had folks uh, going to the theater. Uh, at the same time, and ha- and some folks, you know, if you went to see Ready or Not, and then you saw this movie, this movie would pale in comparison. Yes, it definitely yes. benefit. And I, you I'm glad you brought that up because I totally forgot about that. It definitely benefits from a six month gap yep. between <laughs> well, Ready or Not because Ready or Not is a fucking smart, funny. Well, mm. I, like, and, and just—it's not. They're just not the same. This is a good movie. I enjoyed it. But if you had to mm. ask me which one, if somebody said, "Hey, I could either watch Ready or Not, or I could watch The Hunt," I'd be like, "Ready or Not, all day, every day." Yeah, Don't, twice. It's, it's not even a question. <laughs> and
1: three times on Sunday. <laughs>
0: <laughs> yeah, Samara weaving. Fuck yes, man, go get it. Exactly. Yeah. Yep. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah.
1: Um, uh, and Nani that. Well, that's the RPG other thing for this area, one. Yeah. Uh, it, it uh, I guess the, it was sort of fun, but also like the shock value was fun, but like the way that it played on, Oh, this is going to be our main character. Well, nope. Yeah, her yeah, yeah. Exploded. And yeah. this is going to be the main yes, character. Well, yes. nope. Cause like, and I was just like, who the fuck am I supposed to be rooting for? Like, I don't know who, uh, who I'm supposed to like be invested in. And then, and it n- almost never stops that, except for uh, the character that annoyed the piss out of me the most. But, like, I also was like, oh, she's badass. And then she speaks, and I'm like, oh, no. Like, I, I just can't.
0: And see, uh, I it, didn't have that issue at all because, I mean, so, you know, the thing about the South is that, like, I live outside of Atlanta, and Atlanta but- is, like—
1: most. I was born in the darkness. <laughs> yeah.
0: Well, Atlanta is is a lot of transplants. It, yeah, it, yeah, it's yeah. folks from all over the country who maybe came down here to go to school. Maybe they went to school at UGA. Maybe they went to school at Tech. Maybe they went to school at uh, University of Florida. Uh, you know, maybe they went to school at Auburn. But they're not – I remember I, I worked with a guy who was born and raised you know around here. And I remember being like, God damn, he's like the only person that I knew – uh, from here and because atlanta is a lot of transplants so just because i live mm. outside of atlanta myself included upstate new york okay right. i was born <laughs> i was born in silver spring maryland i moved to upstate new york i now live in atlanta okay right like i'm not yeah. southern
1: right right like right, i right, fucking
0: right. love southern food
1: yeah and i'm wrong and 100%. i love not percent
0: I love, so, you know, but, I mean, but I'm not. and so I, you know, I that's not something that I would necessarily pick up on because I'm not. Mm-hmm. I'm not from here.
1: It's oh, not, she it's, was she was real bad. <laughs> like she was real good at being a badass, but she was real bad at talking. Yeah, like and I pick like, up
0: on New York accents. Like when I was playing Warlords uh, in New York, and anytime uh, anybody had to have like a New York accent, I'm like, what is that? That is not uh, that's like Brooklyn by way of Montreal, right? Where
1: that was her. Like- <laughs> that was one million percent her for me. And like it's not that I'm proud to be from here because like I have a, a very much, uh, my, um, uh, I don't want to say relationship, but like my take on, on being Southern is very much like the take on, uh, having a sibling that you hate, Mm -hmm. but you also don't let anybody else fuck with. Sure. Sure. So like, that's my thing when it comes to like, uh, it, things that are supposed to be from the south, or when people make jokes about this area, and I'm like, you know what? Fuck you. I've never fucked my cousin. I
0: I love. I honestly I love having lived here, and I get my backup when people talk about places that they say are the south, and I'm like, that's not the fucking south. Like yeah. when people talk about like old oh, south and Mason Dixon line. Get the fuck out of here. There's a difference. Right. Okay, like there's a difference, and I've lived. Places that are north of the Mason Dixon line. I've lived places that are just south, but like a ch south of it. You can't call yourself southern just because you live south of the Mason Dixon line. Get the fuck out of here with that bullshit. Like yes. I, I'm not. I'm not gonna. I would by no means call myself southern because I didn't. I wasn't born here. I didn't grow up here. But I also learned a lot of stuff living here about mm. you know people and food and what that and community mm-hmm. and what that means. Um, Damn right, and and I like I understand that there's this there's this push and pull between things that are uniquely southern that are a hundred just fucking amazing a hundred percent positive, and then things about being southern that are either looked down upon sometimes rightfully so because mm. of takes on maybe social aspects, but then also, sure. you know, definitely a prejudice in, in the way that exactly. you know, we kind of like at uh, misconceptions. And I'm right there right? with you. Like, you know, like I, I've, i I, you know, I have, you know, I, like I said, my, my heart, like I, I is wherever, like, I love this area. Like mm. I've never lived anywhere that I've been like, I just feel like, you know, there's really good people and communities and, and 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 stuff. Uh, and if you can kind of push some of the the kind of unfortunate parts aside, mm-hmm. you know, to let you see what's if there. you can,
1: if you can meet up with your boy, uh, at Five Guys and have a fucking hamburger and then go watch right. an amazing movie, Hell right? Yeah. <laughs> and and enjoy the freak show while you do that. <laughs>
0: <laughs> yeah, yeah. But no, I can understand how that would like kind of kind of pull you out of it.
1: She did. She like, she very, uh, the way she spoke very much pulled me out of it. When she was kicking ass, I was all in. Yeah, uh, and and I enjoyed the violence. It's like hyper violent, and I enjoyed the gore, and, and I enjoyed some of the funnier stuff, like with that poor girl. It was her birthday. <laughs>
0: well, also, like this is, and I, this is one of the things that they just didn't really get into is how much they make fun of liberals. Like that was the mm, whole
1: thing. Mm-hmm, was mm-hmm. it was supposed
0: to be, oh, the liberals are hunting conservatives. Like they right. make fun. Like the the couple in that have the the gas station. Oh, my yes. God! like if you have, if you want to see just a send up of like kind of this like really super liberal kind of way of thinking like of, or just I guess what folks kind of perceive it as being right. It is fucking hilarious like
1: it is uh, and, but, and, and and that's what kind of what I was hinting at with uh, the way it was marketed because it very much was marketed as the opposite, yes. Yeah, and and that's that's it's it's really funny to 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 expect one thing going into this, and then and to see what we got because it very much was the opposite. Yeah, Uh, when the trailers and stuff, and I was like, "Oh fuck this! I don't even want to watch it." Yeah, I was like, and and then you know I I watched it so we could talk about it on the show, and like I was genuinely surprised that it was a complete 180 from what I expected. And there's something to be said for that. Like, that's fun. Uh, and and I didn't hate it. I just, it was kind of one of those things where I watched it and it was like, yeah, it was all right. You know, I'll never watch it again. But I like, it it definitely was interesting the way that that flip flopped, uh, from the marketing to the movie.
0: Yeah. And I I think I would, I I mean, I think I would watch it again because I enjoyed it quite a bit. Uh, Mm you know i mean the the although i will say i i could have if you would ask me to swear on my my grandfather's grave was jennifer garner in this movie i would be mm. like yes jennifer yeah. garner was i in completely the hunt, forgot
1: 100% that hillary swank was mrs whatever nope
0: hillary swank <laughs> <laughs> i know i like i would have been like what's in your wallet motherfucker
1: like <laughs> i know i saw the trailers but then the fact that they never showed her and right. Mrs. Diamond or whatever the fuck her yeah, name was. And
0: I, and I was like, wait,
1: who is that? I
0: would <laughs> right. have fought you in the parking lot if you were like, Let's right. take this outside. I'd be like, you are about to get a fucking can of whoop-ass. I know. Jennifer Garner, aliens, what's up? You know, like, I
1: know, I know. I and mean, I know I saw the trailer, which is the most <laughs> fucked up thing. It showed her in the trailer. But like, in the movie, she was always this like brunette from the back of her head. And I was like, oh, who's it going to be? I can't wait for the reveal. And I'm like, you dumbass. We saw the fucking trailer. Like, we know who it thing, is.
0: I, I, I saw the trailer so long ago that in my mind, Hillary Swank morphed into Jennifer Gordon.
1: Now, in my yeah.
0: defense...
1: Yeah, that's, that's not, that not
0: different. if you yeah. if you saw her quick like on the street yeah. right you were just be like oh that's jennifer garner no it's hillary Listen. swank oh that's Hillary swank no that's jennifer garner if you,
1: yeah if you drew a face if on you, the bottom of two feet <laughs> and put brunette wigs on them i couldn't tell you the difference yeah. between hillary swank all and, i know
0: is that jennifer garner she's is she the phoenix she is not about no, Eddie the Phoenix. Somebody else. <laughs> Jennifer Garner getting her back up about Ben Affleck's tattoo is my
1: favorite thing ever. <laughs> I, you know, uh, sorry. Like there's an episode of The Office uh, about whether Hillary Swank is hot or not, and I'm a million percent on not hot. I, I can't. Can I tell you my
0: Hillary Swank story?
1: I don't think so, but I want to hear it.
0: <laughs> so, when I was a new parent. And my son, I love my son. Mm-hmm. But this motherfucker would get up at 6 a.m. on the dot. When he was a kid, when he was a baby, a little baby. 6 a.m. Motherfucker was ready. Eyes wide open, ready to go. Sure. sure. So I would take him out on the court and I would get him his little grocery cart. He'd push the grocery cart. He'd he'd pick rocks up. And, oh, We're going to the grocery store. I'd take him to the grocery store. Here's the thing about toddlers is time stops. When you have to take care of a toddler, time stops. Because A, you Mm -hmm. have to be on them 100% of the time. They are toddlers. They have poor decision-making skills. They will get into shit. So Mm. you have to be on them. And this is back. And mind you, this is first kid okay Mm -hmm. second kid fuck that kid you don't give a fuck about that kid because you live through first kid and you realize all this shit you were worried about with first kid that shit don't ever happen second kid third kid that motherfuckers he's putting forks in outlets he's licking whatever whatever can come into touch with his tongue that motherfuckers licking it the dog's asshole the fucking shower drain you don't give a fuck because as long as second kid third kid stays alive you did your part first kid you don't know any better everything is a possible uh life ending event for first kid true And my son, he'd get up at fucking six in the morning, bright-eyed, bushy tail. And let me tell you, time stops when you're the toddler because you think, oh, let's go out in the court and we'll play with the grocery cart. And you think, oh, it's been an hour and it's been five goddamn minutes. (laughs) And and it's 6.05 and your wife don't come down until 9 (laughs) a.m. And you're like, how the fuck am I? This motherfucker, all he wants to do I can't tell you how many rocks, how many pebbles I've bought from the grocery cart at this point, but I can tell you it's a lot. <laughs> so one morning, I brought the kid inside and I set him down and I and I opened up, I turned on the TV and I was like, "Okay, by the way, like let's just put quarantine screen time out of the picture." My wife and I were like totally like like, oh, no, only limited amount of time so that the kids can watch TV because it'll rot their brains. At this point, I'm like, I don't give a fuck whether it rot their brains or not. It can be digital heroin. I don't give a shit. So I had spent, I don't know how long with this motherfucker out on the court. We we went shopping. We <laughs> bought everything that you could buy. I took him to the actual grocery store, did all the shopping, came back, and it was still like 6 fucking 30 in the morning, okay? <laughs> So we had a free HBO weekend, and I decided to watch. I'm not proud of this fact. Boys Don't Cry, wait. which is a movie in which Hillary Swank plays a transgendered man who is murdered. <laughs> And I'm watching I watching Boys Don't Cry with my son playing happily and my wife comes downstairs and she's like What what are you what do you do? What are you what are you doing? And I was like, What do you mean what am I doing? I've been up with this motherfucker for three hours. I'm watching a movie. And she's like, What what are you what are you watching? And I was like, I'm watching Boys Don't Cry. She's like is this the movie where he, he gets murdered? I was like, yeah, but he ain't getting murdered yet. Like, I mean, right. he's been raped. Not over like, Spoiler alert. <laughs> <and> not, <laughs> like, she was so mad at me. Like, yeah. my wife and I, we haven't had, like, we've been very lucky, like, the number of, like, big fights. This was a big fight. <laughs> and I'm just like, he doesn't know. Look at him. He don't even know what the fuck's going on. I'm just like, look, woman, I am going insane.
1: <laughs>
0: <laughs> this is all. And she was so mad at me that I watched Boys Don't Cry with him in the room because she thought somehow he would understand. I don't know what oh, the fuck. Dude. So, like, any time My- I see Hillary swank and everything, I was like, I got in a big fight over you. Yeah. <laughs> like a
1: like, I huge <laughs> I have a very similar story. Mine's so much worse. So much worse. Mine's Reanimator.
0: Oh, my God. Yeah, that's worse. That's all I had to say.
1: I was too dumb to understand that uh, because I was so used to him being so little that he paid no attention to what was on TV or didn't know what it was. And uh, Reanimator was the first scene that made me realize he was paying attention because (laughs) it got to the end. When uh, 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 when uh the doctor's head is mm-hmm. severed, mm-hmm. and it's going towards Barbara Crampton's crotch, and then yeah. there's a brain with uh. eyeballs attached to it floating, yeah, and and Jacob was like, "What's that?" And I was like, "Nothing. Don't look at this." Mm-hmm. <laughs> look
0: at yeah you know what honestly so like for so many young men people are like i learned about sex from porn and i'm like i learned about sex from (laughs) reanimator
1: Exactly, horror movies
0: hell yeah you gotta get that tongue work motherfucker
1: that's right yeah (laughs)
0: the director of reanimator just passed away recently tragically uh one of my favorite movies i actually uh still have i have a highlighter um so when they uh, released uh, Reanimator, I think it was on Blu-ray. Um, they had like a anniversary release. Um, they mm-hmm. actually have a highlighter that looks like the yeah. serum in a in a syringe. I still have yeah. that.
1: I have a, a. There was another release of it uh, where they it was like a the syringe was a, an ink pen. I have that.
0: Okay, yeah, I have the highlighter one.
1: I don't have the highlighter. I my favorite,
0: that. my favorite thing about all of the uh, so like Transformers animated and Transformers Prime is that um, Ratchet, mm. his voice is done by um, Jeffrey uh,
1: Jeffrey Combs.
0: Jeffrey Combs. Yeah. Holy shit! I did not know that. Yeah, and it's my wow. favorite thing because he has That's that fucking perfect great. Just like Ratchet was like always kind of irritated. He's yeah, like, a yeah, yeah. perfect kind of irritated voice. And and I just love the fact that like kids would be watching this cartoon and be Absolutely. like, man, y'all don't even know. Like you That's have no crazy. idea. <laughs> like, what, I love it. What this shit this mother and then uh would you he was yeah. in was he in Would You He was in Would You Rather, right?
1: Yes, uh, there's like two was like the doctor, yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah those, there's the like, doctor,
0: would you rather, but and then there's like another kind of similar kind of dare movie, and I always get the two.
1: Characters. Oh fuck, yeah, yeah, uh, cheap know. thrills,
0: yeah, 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 yes, yes. But he was, he was. Would you rather? Yeah,
1: and it's, would yeah, he was fucking great. And would you rather? Yeah, he
0: was, it, but it always just makes me laugh that like I'm um, mm. be like watching this cartoon, and and it would just make me laugh that like he was the one who,
1: you know, like I dude, I love him and everything, but like he's yeah. fucking great. When I think about him, I'm like, all right. Would you rather, and obviously, Reanimator, but also *The Frighteners*. Mm. I fucking love him oh my in *The Frighteners*. God,
0: I've watched *The Frighteners* in forever. That was, um, Peter uh, Jackson,
1: Peter Michael Jack- J. But Fox,
0: Michael J. Fox. Yes,
1: yes, yes. Yeah, yeah. That movie still, and fucking uh, uh, Jake Busey is fucking terrifying in well, it.
0: Jake Busey is terrifying. Going to the bank.
1: Sure. <laughs> <laughs> but that flashback sequence in *The Frighteners*. He's fucking scary as fuck is like the guy in the Sane Asylum with the shotgun. Jesus Christ. Right, I'll have to find that. I need to get that on the server. Mm-hmm. God damn it. That movie holds up so well. Oh, it's so good. Yeah. And I remember it because like
0: that was like people were like, oh, here's this guy. He's doing Lord of the Rings. Like, what do you do for right Strighters?
1: Oh. Brain Dead <laughs> and <the> nurse, <frighteners>, right? <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Shit. All right, I'll have to get that. Beat God damn people.
0: it. Like, <laughs> God damn it! Uh, but anyway, I think overall though we've gone like a long winding road as we normally do. Yeah, I, I I still I think know. though that I think the hunt is worth watching. Clearly, clearly I enjoyed it more than you did, but I still think. Yeah, it's but
1: I still I wasn't mad that I watched it. Yeah. Like it was entertaining. They were just it just irked me in ways that I knew it wouldn't irk other people. Yeah. yeah sure. So.
0: Um, so next, next episode, we're going to have a,
1: so... Oh, it's going to be amazing.
0: Yeah, we've got a lot of good stuff to see. I, I've got some, some quick hits, uh, of things, um, to, to watch. Um, let's see. And, and I'll make this really super quick. Uh, Blow the Man Down is available on Amazon Prime. Absolutely Mm. should watch it. It's a fucking fantastic movie, especially if you're a fan of, like, um, uh, Margot Martingale. I think she was on, uh, um... The Americans for mm. uh, X number of years. Uh, that's a fucking great movie. Uh, again, streaming as Amazon Prime. I watch uh, Bad Boys for Life. I was fine mm. with it until the twist, and then I was like, "Fuck this!" Oh,
1: don't don't ruin
0: it. No, I'm not gonna get it. <laughs> I haven't seen yet. I'm not doing. I'm not doing that. Um, I'm trying to think. What else have I watched? Um, I watched Onward. It was okay.
1: Yeah. Um, I'm looking forward to that.
0: Yeah, but definitely, like, um, if you have 90 minutes to spare and you have an Amazon uh, Prime subscription, uh, blow the man down is uh, is a great way to spend that time. Very well mm-hmm. done. Cool. Uh, I enjoyed it quite a bit. Uh, but I've been watching a ton of shit. I'm just trying to remember what else there was. Oh, uh, the Harley Quinn. I finally started watching. Thank you, Jace. Finally started watching the Harley Quinn uh, show that's on the uh, DC streaming service. It is mm-hmm. fucking fantastic especially if you are like a dc fan and you're into like these obscure characters and whatever like deep cuts it's fucking oh shit i'm sold it is fucking the the voice work is kaylee cuoco is fantastic uh the voice work that they do i love her anyway um alan tudyk he plays uh the Joker. he's fucking great like it is so fucking funny i laugh my ass off uh, it oh, shit. Absolutely. Wow. Wor- and, and the second season just started um, a couple of weeks ago. It is fucking great. So, OK, absolutely-
1: I'm 100 percent in. I can't. I, I'm excited for that now. <laughs>
0: yeah, no, it is. It is. It is. All I can say is, OK, so if you read the Tom King Batman and you were like, yeah, this motherfucker yeah, made Kite Man transcendent. Fuck yeah, he did. This is I mean, it, just watch, just watch. Because, oh
1: shit. Alright, you know, I'm sold. I'm it's, in. It's fucking in.
0: great. It is really, really good. And I know you are concerned about is this Deadpool Harley Quinn? Nope. Mm. It's like a it's kind of a tone down, but it's definitely not Deadpool Harley Quinn. She's it's definitely it's kind of its own take on Harley. It okay. it's 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 really good. It's Excellent. really good. Yeah. Alright, I'm in the yeah, voice thank work you. is thank fucking you. fantastic. And just the yeah, way that you. they cast um like they pull in shit from like Batman the animated series and and mm. and other things like all these like little dip and then they but like Bane like they give Bane the voice from the Christopher oh Nolan my movie God, but they yes. make him this like kind of right, loser I'm sold. like it's it's hilarious like he has this I'm mission sold. he wants to do he <laughs> wants to blow up a guy who works at a smoothie shop like let me just like, <laughs> because of a grudge it's it's oh so good and then King Shark is fucking fantastic
1: oh thank God god yeah hell yeah i'm in i'm all in
0: absolutely uh but um but definitely like watch uh watch underwater uh watch the yes and so uh, yeah watch
1: yeah absolutely
0: and then uh next show we're gonna we're gonna get into sea fever uh Mm -hmm. we're gonna get into uh gretel swallow swallow oh my my god i can't wait to talk about swallow oh my god that movie is a fucking revelation so yeah and so definitely, I'm super if you're,
1: excited for that. I'm also super excited for Sea Fever because I've heard nothing but good things yeah, about so it. So
0: if you want to watch stuff and be prepared, next show, Sea Fever, Gretel and Hansel, um, Swallow. Those are the yep. ones yep. Uh, to, to, uh, to prepare for. Yeah. Um, but anyway, uh, hopefully uh, everybody's being safe. Hopefully this kind of helps lift folks' spirits and give them something to look forward to. Uh, we definitely appreciate you spending time with us. Uh, we know things yes. are tough. Uh, hopefully things will get better in the short term. But um, yeah,
1: and, and again, uh, before we sign off, just one, just one more time. Uh, Because uh, particularly for me, this is is super uh, important and and super appreciated. Um, Everybody out there who's doing a podcast or doing uh, a YouTube channel or just uh, doing anything they can do to attempt to TikTok, fucking whatever everybody's doing. I don't know. I'm old. But uh, but, you know, uh, uh, I work uh, a lot Mm -hmm. uh, now and and more than I'm used to. And so. I, you know, and, and and not just me, but like I know that a lot of people, uh, uh, who are even if they're not quarantined, like people who are working or and people who are quarantined who are bored. Uh, if you're doing uh, anything to help to entertain even if it like even us you know but like not just us but like like binky uh, uh streaming every night at seven and and people who are her who have youtube channels just thank you uh never question that what you're doing is important never never question uh whether or not it's appreciated or or whether you should keep doing it uh please do and and thank you for what you do Um, because it's very important. It's probably more important now than ever. And so if it's something that that brings you joy and and gives you something to do during this horrible fucking time uh it, it more than likely also benefits someone else so so thank you and keep doing what you're doing and uh you know let's all enjoy and, and the creativity that's coming out of this thing is is amazing so let's just keep that up let's try to be positive everybody be safe mm-hmm. and all that mm-hmm. stuff
0: yep. yep and um <clears throat> If, uh, if you need something to do with your time, uh, shutter. If you use the shut-in code, 30 uh, days mm-hmm. subscription to shutter. If you're thinking about learning uh, a new musical instrument, Fender play, you can get 30 day, or no, three months free Fender play. They have tracks for guitar, bass, uh, ukulele. I forget what else. So if you're looking for something to do, um, if you want to follow, like I'm doing, um, uh, if you follow on Twitter, uh, crafting geek, uh, Jess, she's fucking amazing. I'm doing her craft, even though it's a couple years old, I'm doing her craft along one uh, Destiny emblem a week. She's got Mm -hmm. two years worth of destiny emblems if you're into cross stitching so shit's out there if you're looking to just find something new to do um there's lots of things you can do um i'll i'll try to put this stuff in the in the comments of this show uh if you're interested in these type of things um but you know let's all just stay positive stay safe help each other out and we're gonna get through this. Just but just love each other, appreciate each other. If you need help, my DMs are always open. If you're ever down about something, just come in, man. I'll whatever. I'm here to listen. Yep. Uh, no judgment. Whatever. Just whatever we can do to help each other out. Let's just do it. We'll get through Mr. It. Binky,
1: Mr. Bones. Yeah. Like on everything. So just holler. Absolutely. So we'll get through this thing. Uh, might
0: look a little different coming out of it than it did before, but sure. you know, if we kind of all stick together and, and, and help each other out, then hopefully we can come out of this thing uh, a little bit better than when we started. Um, so uh, for myself and Mitch, we really appreciate you hanging out with us. Uh, this has been episode 94. Thank you so much for hanging out. We will be back in the next two weeks. So for myself and Mitch, thank you again. That was the sound of my remote falling into the top uh, of my of my chair. Nice. Which you know, it is what it is. This is production values at its finest. Uh, so thank you again. Good night, and have a good evening.